Hi, you guys. Welcome to the Pandemic at the Disco podcast, where we're talking all things COVID and quarantining. I'm here today with Zakaya Eagleton, Tanya Doe, and Morgan Strait. Would you guys like to go ahead and introduce yourselves today? Hello, I am Zakaya Eagleton. I am a senior, and I'm super excited to be here. Hi, I'm Morgan Strait. I'm a freshman, and this is a new experience for me, and I'm very excited. Tanya Doe, and I'm currently a junior, and I'm also excited to be here. That is great. I'm excited to be with you guys as well and just talk about, like, you know, how we got introduced to this pandemic last year. And I just, what I wanted to sort of discuss first was, like, what was your reactions when we first got introduced um, and how the pandemic was going to affect us from now on in 2020 of March, well, March of 2020. I'll start with you, Morgan. Um, I was shocked because the last time we had a pandemic like this was almost over a century ago. And I was just, it was just overwhelming how fast it spread and how everyone was reacting so nonchalant until it burst out. And then everyone was a little shocked too. All right, Tanya. Um, for me, I was in total disbelief. Um, at first, like when when you're in school, you don't really think about, oh, somebody next to me might give me like a virus or something. I might not be in the same area as my friends. So it started like a ripple effect of fear and just shock for everybody. All right, and Zakaya, for you? Um, personally, I could not believe it. Like we all have said, um, it just was unbelievable that a virus was putting us out of jobs, out of you know school, and things like that. You never really think too hard about viruses. Like, oh yeah, this could affect everyone right now today. I definitely agree with that. Um, I have some immediate family who. Um, you know, have been experiencing unemployment and like unemployment rates were going, you know, skyrocketing at the time. And it's just crazy, like looking back um, when we were first introduced um, to it and like hearing about COVID-19, because it was a thing before it got super serious. The first case um, going back into January of 2020, and we didn't really start, you know, enforcing lockdowns and safety precautions until like, you know, mid-March. So when it happened, I remember um, my friend was like, oh, we're not gonna go, we're not gonna be out of school, you know, it's whatever. And then like, we got home that day and it was like, so two weeks and then two weeks turned into two months and then two months like, okay guys, so the rest of the year is, you know, full remote. So, well, for, like, you know, it's remote. So it was just like, wow, like the, this is really getting serious. And um, I think um, it's just crazy that this generation was able to, you know, remain resilient during this, of course, and also just to um, just, I don't know where <laughs> it's for, but just be able to um, put up with this and these new um, customs and being able to stay strong and with your family and friends and also through school. How did you guys survive during the pandemic um, when school was first online? Okay, so. Um, honestly, I, I didn't know what to do with myself. Like I was confined in my room. Um, I took up a few skills like painting, 
braiding my hair. I found pleasure in the small things, watching TV here and there, going on walks with my family. If it wasn't for the things that I was doing, I don't really know how I would have survived that entire year in the house. Yes, Tanya. Um, the first trend, like transitioning from being in person in school to like now doing at home, um, it was really strange. Uh, like Zakia said, I just picked up little skills. I started drawing more. And since you have like a whole bunch of free time on your hands, you just do everything. So something to keep myself busy, something to keep myself entertained, whether it be going on walks, drawing, painting, um, cooking, stuff like that, just to keep myself busy. Um, when the first when we first transitioned over to being at home, I was kind of excited at first because I just thought it was, I don't like school a lot, but then I started realizing how serious it was and how long we're going to be here. So I started reading more because that's what one of my hobbies was. And I started coloring and doing different things with my mom. And it's been all right for me because the little small things, like Zakaya said, it's very meaningful. Yeah, it's great being able to like, you know, reach into yourselves and sort of like, you know, spend more time with yourself because you really have to during these times. And I think um, another big thing that blew up during this time was, of course, the media, especially TikTok. Um, I remember all like just the memes and like, you know, stuff on like the shade room or different accounts talking about like, you know, COVID-19, like, you know, being reintroduced to this and going to online school. And I personally thought it was hilarious. Um, and just, I also thought that it was like a, just a great way, especially for people our age to sort of like cope during these times because it can be seriously hard, especially for the, for just for certain different families. Um, and, you know, I really was hoping that, you know, for some people it's, you know, not the best alternative to be at home for some. And, you know, I think, um, it's just great to sort of recognize that for some people and um, just to know that media was able to let some people cope. Um, like, what do you guys think? Did you guys like make like some TikToks over the um, break or just like, what do you guys feel on the media, Tanya? Um, I did not make a TikTok, but I was most definitely scrolling for hours. So like, like I said, you had a bunch of free time on your hands and TikTok is just so addictive to keep on scrolling and laughing, sending this TikTok to one person. Like, you see how everything is relatable and how, um, you know, some people can still bring like a sense of light or sense of joy into this crazy craziness that we're in. Definitely. Look, I feel you. TikTok is addictive. Zakaya? For me, I was scrolling on TikTok until like 3 or 4 a.m. just because it was entertaining to me. I was making a few TikToks here and there. Honestly, the whole entire thing was addicting. Like I was learning how to braid my hair off TikTok, cook, bake, different things, different DIY projects, all type of things like that was on TikTok. And that's literally what I was doing the entire pandemic. Um, I personally didn't post any, but 
I found it like fun looking at what other people were doing and like learning different things to do and sending a few to my friends just saying how like oh when COVID is over I want to do this with you guys blah 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 it was fun just having like I guess an escape from everything that was going on Definitely. Um, I just remember um, all the different memes. And I know, like, um, I'm sure, like, when you guys, when the first, when the pandemic first started, we all had those moments when we just like went to the grocery store or something, and like completely forgot that we did not have our mask on. And I just know that that's happened to me sometimes, and it's just like embarrassing. But um, yeah, and I kind of wanted to talk about um, the severity of the pandemic, and also just like how you guys felt about it in general. Like when you first were introduced to it, like how serious did you take it? Cause I'm not gonna lie to you at first, I really didn't know how serious it was. And then I was like, wow, the world is like, you know, going on lockdown, not just like, this is a global pandemic. So like, I was like, so this is really serious. So how did you, how serious did you guys take it? I'm gonna start with you, Zakaya. Um, personally, I was not taking it serious at all. Like everyone was comparing it to like the flu. Um, you know, we've, we've been seeing the flu. It was a man-made uh, uh, virus from the government. Things like that, I was just not taking it serious. I was like, whatever. I mean, if, if I get it, I get it. There's nothing I could do about it. I was at work and I wearing a mask and things like that. But then I realized people were like actually dying from it. I was like, oh no. Mm -mm. it's time to put my mask on, stay in the house. I took all the precautions that I needed to take because I was like, I, I can't do it. I was not taking it serious at all. Yes, Tanya? Um, it's like, you don't know how bad it is until like you actually see it. So at first, my precautions... I was just like, okay, I know I know what's going on, but it's just like, okay, it's gonna brush by, gonna brush over. Until you start watching the news, you start seeing numbers go up, start seeing death rates go up. And so it's like, dang, like people are actually dying out here because they're not wearing a mask, because they're not staying six feet apart. So took all the precautions, got masked, double masked up actually gloves whatever sanitizer like crazy and it's just like you took you do the most just to stay safe and just to like eliminate that what if i get corona you know definitely especially like since it's a global pandemic how the united states literally had the most amount of cases and deaths due to covid so it's great that you were taking like, you know, precautions and stuff like that. That is amazing. You are definitely doing better than I was at first, but I definitely kind of hopped on that train later on. Morgan? Um, I took precautions from the start because I was just like, well, I don't have anything to lose. So I just started like wearing my mask if I went places. But then when I started going to the grocery stores and like big stores like BJ's and Costco and everyone, like everything was sold out. And I was just like, because most people used to react like that when you used to like hear a little tornado was coming to Charlotte. So I was like, maybe it's not that big a deal, but it was like that for months. And it was just so overwhelming. Like we could, we didn't have, I mean, we had everything pretty shocked a lot, but it was just crazy how some people didn't have the option to get like necessities because everyone was taking everything. It was just so crazy. But I, my family's doing okay. I'm doing all right. So 
We're doing good. That is wonderful. And I think um, Zakaya brought it up too. Like um, people were so like, you know, when we first got introduced, we weren't, you know, taking it as seriously because we were like, oh, well, it won't affect me. And I think for me, this pandemic really opened up my eyes to make, you know, really pay attention to others because this pandemic, while it did not necessarily affect most of the youth, it did affect various other groups. And I think that it really opened my eyes to be more, you know, considerate of others and to not just always think about my own, you know, well-being. So like, what did that, what did this pandemic necessarily open your eyes to during this time? I'll go first. Um, I would say open my eyes, like Harrison said, to others, but also my health. Like I was just always trying to leave the house and things like that with my friends, but not really thinking about um, what was actually going on. Like if I were to get COVID, it couldn't be good for me, like, but it might be good for someone else. So I wasn't really thinking of that, but it definitely opened my eyes to care more about my own health. Yes, definitely. Morgan? Um, it opened my eyes to realize how different life is without school when you're in school, because school is basically your everything. You go there in the morning, you come back in the afternoon, do your homework, maybe have dinner with your family, and then you go to sleep. It's just school was everything. So when I did have school, it was weird at first, and like I didn't take it seriously when we were having school online, but I passed all my classes, and then it was just different but it's okay now. I feel you. Um, this most definitely opened my eyes to the things I took advantage of. Like we had the luxury of going to school every day. We had the luxury of seeing our friends, teachers, having personal connections being able to go out on the weekends and just like have fun, like a whole group of people. And with all that being taken away, it's just like, I took advantage. I could have, I missed out on so many opportunities at school on the weekends with friends because I just didn't think it was that important. So this whole experience really opened my eyes to be more appreciative of the little things and like the moments that I have because we never really thought, oh yeah, this right now will be our reality. Definitely. And I think um I'm glad you said that because this pandemic really it humbled me at first. It's because like it was just like wow, it was so much that we could do, you know, just simply going to like, you know, the park or something like that. Like it was just like we took, you know, for, we took a lot of stuff for granted. And I was like, wow. Um, it humbled me. And I'm also not saying, I'm not gonna say I'm glad that this pandemic happened, but I'm just grateful for like the way that I was like, you know, transcended into something else in a new mindset, because I was just able to look at the world a totally different way and to grow in so many different ways as well. Um, where I was just, before it was totally different mindset. It was more negative, but now it's like, kind of like, you know, that balance between a positive mindset and a, you know, a little negative, but we're more positive now. But um, I want to say, um, before we, you know, kind of wrap things up, I guess we can sort of talk about, you know, what we do and like what we 
you what we did before COVID wrapped up, basically like, you know, either artsy or you guys sporty, what kind of stuff you guys did with yourselves? We can start with you, Tanya. Um, before Corona, I was just doing nothing. I wasn't doing anything at all. I wasn't applying myself to like as many things I, as I'm doing now. Um, so like now I just picked up the habit of like, let's say going on walks. I started playing volleyball again. I started painting, doing stuff like I wouldn't regularly do. Um, so that's like what I picked up over Corona or like what COVID has helped me do now. Definitely, Zakaya. Um, before COVID, you know, I was always at a club meeting because I'm I'm just an involved person. Like clubs is what defined me in school. Um, you know, following the pandemic, I couldn't do that. Everything was, you know, on Zoom. But like over the pandemic, I was for a few months. I was just very unmotivated because I was like, I don't want to do nothing that's on Zoom, and I'd rather be in person doing these things, talking to these people in person, face to face, not seeing names on the on my computer screen. But, you know, I took up different habits and things like Tanya said, walks, you know, I started painting, cooking, different things like that, that would make me happy, even though I could not be in person with my uh, people. That's great. Um, when something that was like different for me is like, I thought like in the few months we started doing school online, I thought school was like an option. It just didn't feel like from a necessity. It was something we had to do anymore because it didn't feel, I guess, real in a sense. But then I realized that it's still my first year in high school and I need to like get things down that I need to do. So I started, I joined the tennis club in my school, joined a few different clubs got the student council, but like I also picked up different things to do at home, like reading, exercising, making different foods for my mom, looking, for, I want to get a pet so bad, so I've been looking at like places to get a pet, and like making sure I am doing my work, so everything will be all right. And it's so beautiful to hear you guys say that, because I feel like all of us have kind of like dabbled in the same field of like really since we had so much time, we could like try new things, you know, like it's like I said, cooking, you know, playing sports and all that kind of stuff. You're looking for a new pet. And I feel like for me, especially when you were talking, when you guys were talking about school, you didn't take it seriously. It was like, I definitely related to that. Cause like, you know, all I heard was that, okay, no school, we're basically gonna be online. That's gonna be great. But it's like, yeah, online is great, but it also kind of gives me the option to sort of like, fall off a bit and not be like, you know, completely present. And I feel like that's why I'm excited for us to go back. Hopefully we can go back um, now that, you know, the United States is um, improving with, you know, COVID, um, um, COVID um, cases and stuff like that. So um, that's what I'm looking forward to. And also before the pandemic, I was a pretty artsy kid with like writing and like, you know, singing and stuff like that. And I think now, um, after the pandemic, during the pandemic, well, we're currently still in the pandemic, but I think it has opened my eyes to what it means to be an artist and like what type of message I wanted to put out there as an artist as well. Um, and just what stories I want to be told. I think um, 
this pandemic didn't just open my eyes to being safe. It also opened my eyes to a lot of social injustice going on. And I think um, that was the beauty of it. Um, a lot of people who were not being heard in the beginning um, were able to use, like I said, the media as different platforms to get people to pay attention to the injustice that's going on in this world. I think it was a beautiful movement. Um, you guys know that the Black Lives Matter um, protests were going on. And I think that was great. Even like um, Stop Asian Hate has been showing up a lot. And I just think um, it was beautiful to see those things and just very empowering, especially for our generation to be a part of. Um, yeah. So um, what I was thinking was that before we um, go ahead and head out of here, um, do you guys have like any like recommendations of like art or like just literature or like, you know, anything to do to that you guys that helped you during the beginning of the pandemic? Like, what did you guys partake in? And we can start with you, Tanya. Um, one thing of advice I would say is take on reading. Reading is very fundamental. Reading is just like, well, for me personally, um, back before COVID, I never really read like as I do now. Um, and reading has just calmed me like and took my mind off of reality for just a little bit. So when you're reading a book, it's just, how do I explain it? It's just a serene feeling that, you know, comes over you. So I was most. I definitely agree. Morgan? I'm gonna go off of what Tanya said just now. Um, reading actually is really fun because when you're inside all the time, you need something, you need to imagine something. Like you just, not how they just be inside, not doing anything. So when you read, it's like having an escape and just going into the book and having a great time reading. Um, I'll go ahead and go. For me, I was taken up reading about psychology. That was very interesting to me because I knew that was a potential field I would want to go in. Like right now, I'm reading a book that that's called Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? And things like that has made me want to research more, read more while in the pandemic. That is great. I literally um have thought about dabbling in the field of psychology as well. It is very interesting. And uh, with the whole, um, like I said, I was talking about like the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Um, I was able to find different pieces of art to that would gear towards the Black audience. Um, if you guys are able to, or, you know, it is some graphic content in there. But um, on HBO, I was able to check out Lovecraft Country. Um, it is a great series following Jim Crow laws in America. Um, it is like this like, fantasy type of show, but it's also very realistic to the time and show the racial injustice that went on in the 50s with African-Americans. Um, and also I would say just um, like they said, reading, exercising, um, listening to your body, loving your body, and just making sure that that is your main priority is just taking care of yourself. Um, so yeah, that is pretty much it for this first episode. We have a lot more coming for you guys. Um, anything else for you guys to say? We all good. All right. It has been wonderful talking to you guys. Have a great one.